What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to the 249th chapter of the QAA podcast, the October 4th 5G zombie apocalypse episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Julian Field, Liv Aker, and Travis View. Now, before we get to the uh, main topic of the episode, I wish you all a happy Red October this is going to be, believe it or not, the 5th Red October. Back in uh, 2018, Q promised that uh, October of that year would be a Red October. Didn't specify what exactly that meant in Q's typical cryptic style, but uh, people were very excited for it. And ever since then, including this year, QAnon followers have been very excited about October because thinking about that's the month when big things are going to happen. That's the month where they replaced the pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks with adrenochrome. Mm. Red October. Yum, yum, yum. Sip it up. I like that, though. The idea of like a month in which like all the elite's blood is just like painting the walls because we got them so good. And then it just yeah. never comes. It's like she hasn't. She is hanging out. She's going to hang out. She's going to be a Kissinger-style figure, haunting us into our later years. And it's funny, because that's like a movie reference, right? Hunt for Red October. Yeah, kind yeah of totally. What if it's a, a different Red, and it's actually just, you know, communism's going to happen? Well, that was the Have original thought about this? Red October. <laughs> well, yeah, but what if that's this context? What if Q is promising yeah. a classless, stateless society? I mean, well, I mean, we've already won with Biden as president. Everybody exactly. knows Biden, most communist president, maybe in our lifetime, maybe in the history of the humankind, you know? Yeah. Well, October is the month where his face like melts off and he starts speaking Chinese. And he's like, October Revolution is here. You're giving the Q movie people ideas, Julian. Yeah, please. I would love to see like cool special effects. They, they should spend budgets on like different versions of faces melting heads exploding like they should recreate the like 80s advances in vfx in their movies instead of interviewing very very boring people with high cost cameras please funnel your money into doing cool gore stuff and give us the worst joe biden impersonation of all time <laughs> CNN has partnered with TikTok to put in live facial filters over the president whenever he talks. Now, if you put your legs in TikTok, they become hairy. I got hairy legs. <laughs> so the architecture of conspiracist thought is that nothing happens by accident. Nothing is as it seems and everything is connected. And as a consequence, conspiracists live in a world where dull events are very heavy with significance. Now, we saw this constantly with QAnon followers. They would, for example, think that misspellings in Trump tweets were not merely, you know, just fat fingered Trump, but uh, they were secret messages designed to uh, communicate something very, very important. So today we're going to zoom in on an ongoing live example of how conspiracists can take something fairly mundane and then turn it into something massively profound in their world. And that is the upcoming test of the emergency alert systems, which are scheduled on October 4th. Now, to most people, it'll be something that's barely noticed, uh, if at all. At worst, it'll be a momentary annoyance as their phone goes off. But to conspiracists, it's a potentially catastrophic event, one that will spread illness and disease and that may even transform people into zombies. Ooh, the Amber Alert comes alive. 
finally, all these years of playing DayZ on various platforms, I'm ready. My moment has arrived. Similarly, in, in this real life, you, you can't even search, like, cabinets. There's no... <laughs> they, have, they haven't integrated it yet. Yeah, just Fuck. in real life, I'm going to spend, like, four hours trying to meet up with my friends. I'm a zombie. That's why I was coughing. I'm turning! These people, they also think that this this event is not something you just, like, I guess, think about momentarily. It's something that's going to require a lot of forethought, preparation, and, in some cases, rolls and rolls of literal aluminum foil to protect the worst from happening. Oh, man. I thought they were going to, like, use it as toilet paper. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> you've got to wipe your ass with foil. <laughs> it's the most safe way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Protect your asshole from 5G. <laughs> 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 every day i do believe it or not travis <laughs> here's what's real so on october 4th uh fema in conjunction with the uh federal communications commissions the fcc uh they will conduct a nationwide test of the emergency alert system also known as the eas and the wireless emergency alerts or the wea now we're all pretty familiar i i think at least that some of us uh with the uh, eas tests that's when you're you're watching your shows on television and then the screen goes black and it makes some annoying noises and then the voice says this has been a test of the emergency alert system and then it goes back to whatever you are watching it was always weird whenever it happened i don't know if you guys remember this oh yeah. yeah no for me this is just like a pop culture reference yeah sam okay so for, for i guess for for americans of a certain age then it's something that that uh that you remember yeah now uh, my programs are just interrupted to bring me like a new medication <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get those too. It's like, it's like, wait a minute, why are you targeting me with heart educa- uh, heart medication? Am I that old? Jesus. Problems pissing? Dick don't work? Feel bad all the time? So what's more new is this wireless emergency alert test, and this will be directed at all consumer cell phones. So this is actually will be the third nationwide test of the WEA, uh, but the it'll be the second test that'll be directed to all cellular phones. It was previously tested on August 11th, 2021, and like this upcoming test, it, it just consisted of a message that is sent to cell phones stating, this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System, no action is needed, and it makes some annoying noises. That's That's basically it. And uh, the FCC issued a report about that test, and from that I learned that the message was delivered to about 90% of all cell phones, so I guess it was successful. Wait, I didn't get it. Well, maybe your phone was off at that that particular moment. For those of us in normie world, uh, this upcoming test is a bureaucratic formality, and it, frankly, it's an optional one. You know, if for some reason you don't want to receive an alert, you can actually decide not to. If you if you have an iPhone, you can go to settings and notifications. You scroll to the bottom, and you'll see there's a section called government alerts, and there you'll also see a toggle that says test alerts. If you don't want to be bothered on October 4th, you get to switch that off real easy. It's like those guys in the South Pacific, like, don't tell me the war is over. That's what <laughs> they did. They toggled that on their phone i mean it's like this is fine they give you an out if you really if you really want to participate and I, I don't i don't give a shit i don't think you're obligated to participate in this you know this uh this nationwide test if you don't want to but 
for those in the conspiracist world, it's something much, much more. It's actually an attack that will activate stuff that was secretly placed in people's bodies when they got the COVID vaccine. Or it's going to send some sort of signal to our brains and our ears that's going to harm us in some way. I love the idea that, like, they told us in advance for some yeah. reason. It's like the start of the zombie movie. You see, like, the thing in the TV of, like, emergency, emergency alert system coming up soon. And you're like, oh, it's foreshadowing the event that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. It seems like if they wanted to activate the secret zombie signal or whatever, they would just do it, you know, suddenly so we couldn't prepare. And this was announced all the way back in uh, August. So I'm not sure why they would do that if there was something nefarious about it. Um, you might also ask, wait a minute, this test was already done two years ago. Why is that one? Why was that one not an attack, but this one is? Well, those are very blue-pilled questions. Uh, you see, when, when you have the scales fall from your eyes by watching a string of paranoid TikToks, you'll understand why questions like those could only be asked by compliance-naive sheep. One of the most passed around videos about October 4th comes from Jason Shurka. He's a spiritual guru and conspiracy theorist who actually he appeared at the Conscious Life Expo that we attended earlier this year. And Julian, I understand you, you've been following him for since, since his origins, his humble origins on Instagram. Yeah, I genuinely thought that he would make it nowhere. Like he was kind of inventing himself with very few followers on Instagram. I remember dressed in all white. And I was like, whoa, he's trying to like, I don't know, it felt like a prefab kind of attempt at, at, at building a cult. And I was like, oh, this guy will probably go nowhere because he's very like unremarkable as a dude too. But here we are. They love him. I don't know, the, the conspirituality grift, it has a very, I don't know, franchise MLM element to it. If you like, you hit the right notes, you know, and you show up every day and you work at it, you're going to build an audience. It just works. So Shirka opens the video that set off a lot of this panic by not taking credit for what he's about to say. I was asked to share the following message with the world. Remember, I'm only the messenger. What you choose to do with this information is up to you and your own free will. Very confusing. So he was asked to share this information from who? Why would anyone trust this unnamed anonymous source? Why do you, Jason Shirka, trust this anonymous source? This question's not answered. Just someone asked him to share this information and he's doing it. You know, this is, I mean, this is really a lot of just kind of like, it's the laziest kind of theosophical ascended masters kind of stuff. You know, it's like, oh, it's not me. I'm just receiving wisdom from on high from someone who gives a shit. Yeah, if Blavatsky had a TikTok, it would be much more interesting than this. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, she'd just be chain smoking on it. <laughs> Shurka goes on to explain why he believes that the events of October 4th are much more than what they appear to be. On October 4th at 2.22 p.m. Eastern Time, the emergency broadcast system will be activated across the entire United States under the leadership of FEMA, disguised as a test. However, this test will be used to send a specific high-frequency signal through devices like smartphones, radios, and TVs with the intention of activating graphene oxide and other nanoparticles that have been inserted into billions of human beings around the world through the obvious mediums. 
everyone will be affected regardless of your status. So so it's okay that we're vaccinated, I guess. That's fine. Great. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's, let's break down what the hell he's saying. So graphene oxide. So graphene oxide is a substance making by taking graphite and treating with these chemicals in a special process that uh, attaches oxygen atoms to it. And this changes the properties of the substance in some interesting ways. So uh, unlike just graphene, graphene oxide is not good at conducting electricity. And also unlike graphene, graphene oxide can mix well with water thanks to the oxygen atoms. So this makes it sort of easier to work with in many situations. So uh, it can be used in some uh, interesting applications, like it can make stronger composite materials, it can be used to create sensors, or it can be used to help uh, clean and filter water. It's a fairly new technology and the potential is still being explored. But what exactly is Jason Shirka talking about when he references graphene oxide that has been inserted into billions of humans through the obvious mediums? Well, he's basically saying that we got graphene oxide through the COVID shots. This is not true, but this is what he's saying. He's saying that we got this mysterious new technology in all of our bodies. And then when he says it'll affect us regardless of our status, he says that basically it's going to affect us whether or not we've actually got vaccinated. He's saying this specifically to instill some fear into his probably unvaccinated audience. Yeah, that this is really trying to have it both ways. It's like, well, the vaccine is is how it gets carried, but like don't not be scared if you're not vaccinated. It's going to happen to you too. It's like, wait, what? He's like, I'm using scare tactics, but I realized that 90% of my audience did not get the vaccine. He was like, <laughs> how how the hell is this going to work? Yeah. Your loved ones and you. The people you've been arguing with and you. <laughs> So here, Jason Shirk is actually calling back to a conspiracy theory that started circulating in 2021, which claimed that the Pfizer vaccine secretly contained graphene oxide. So not true. No evidence of this. The full ingredient list of the Pfizer vaccine is easy to look up if you're so inclined. And if there were graphene oxide in the vaccines, then that could be independently verified at medical and chemistry labs all over the world. Out of curiosity, I looked up how one would go about detecting graphene oxide uh, in the substance. And the presence of graphene oxide uh, could be detected using a technique called Raman spectroscopy. And this involves illuminating a substance with a laser and analyzing light, which is scattered off of the surface of the substance. Now, it's a little above me. I'm not a chemistry guy, but apparently it can be done at labs over the world. So it could be detected if it was there. It's just not there. It's just not true. So where did people even get the idea that vaccines contain graphene oxide in the first place? So a couple years ago, a professor at Spain's uh, University of Almeria wrote a report claiming that there was graphene oxide in the Pfizer vaccine. And there's really no reason to believe this report is actually true. The report was not peer-reviewed. The university issued a statement stating that it was not involved in the research and disavows the conclusions of the professor's unofficial report, which they said analyzed, quote, a sample of unknown origin. Graphene, you shouldn't have taken the clot shot. Graphene, you shouldn't have taken the clot shot. Graphene, now you're gonna be a zombie. Sorry. I'm just imagining like somebody in the lab, like carelessly, like leaving a pencil, like near the, you know, <laughs> near the sample or like <laughs> tapping a pencil, you know, tapping a pencil, like on the tip of the thing somehow. Like this study sounds like one man's fuck up. <laughs> Dude, I love it. it's just some Spanish guy going totally rogue. <laughs> They're like, eh, oh, oh, God, uh, he, he, what is happening with him? <laughs> 
that's that's basically it. It's like one guy issued, you know, a paper not peer reviewed, not endorsed by any university, not affirmed by anyone else. But despite all of that, the claim was picked up by conspiracists, especially Stu Peters, and now it's just kind of like conventional wisdom among that crowd that graphene oxide is in vaccines. So Jason Shurka in this video went on to claim that there was some secret efforts to stop the October 4th test from happening. The plan is to also do this in Israel at the same exact time. There are certain organizations that are doing their best to stop this in both Israel and the United States. Hopefully they will be able to stop this. And stopping this in Israel looks promising, but stopping this in the United States is still up in the air. What? I've tried to figure out what the hell he's talking about. It's like, oh, this is going to happen in, in Israel too. And this is apparently, as far as I can tell, totally pulled out of his ass. There's no test scheduled in Israel or anything like that. But it seems like what he's doing is that he's, I mean, he's doing a white hats and black hats kind of battling behind the scenes thing. He's saying like, oh, the test is going to happen in Israel, but maybe like the white hats will like, you know, make it not happen. And of course, when it doesn't happen in Israel on the 4th, because it was never scheduled or planned or there's no indication it's going to happen at all. People go, aha, the White House succeeded in stopping in Israel, but not in the United States for some reason. That's my that's my sort of like idea of what the fuck is he's going on about here. Yeah, it's, it feels like like obviously there's anti-Semitism here singling out it, but I'm kind of confused as to what like the logic is. Like the white hats in Israel hold most more sway, so they're able well, to shut it off. But like, let's just say a yo- a young man was born in Bethlehem, and he's gonna <laughs> fix them Jews. Mm. Shirka followed up that video with another video, and in the follow-up video, he was responding to people who like felt like panicked by the idea that their cell phones were going to start activating nanoparticles in their bodies or the bodies of other people. None of these messages and none of these warnings are intended to ever induce fear. They're just meant to lend a helping hand to humanity and say, hey guys, this is what somebody is trying to do, or some individuals or a group of individuals are trying to do, and we recommend that you stay out of the way for your own best interests. That's all that's happening over here. It's almost like if somebody had a gun pointed at you from very far, and somebody came to you and said, hey, you're in the line of that bullet you may want to take a step to the left so you don't get shot. Imagine you just started freaking out instead of just moving to the left. There's no need to fear. There's no need to fear. I'm simply making you dance by shooting at your feet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is, this is, I mean, this is also a classic kind of like abusive tactic where you say something that obviously people are going to be worried about. Oh, there's going to be a nationwide test all over the country that's going to like, you know, activate things to be secretly placed in your body, but you shouldn't worry. You should calm down. It's like, you know, this is he, what he's doing is that he's making he's making himself both the source of panic and the relief of panic, you know, so he can like, you know, soothe people. <laughs> Just the idea of being like, hey, there's a guy about 200 feet away. <laughs> he shot a bullet. It's heading towards you. I think you're going to want to move. Yeah, I think you're going to want to get out of the way. <laughs> this boring ass guy doing like the, the Matrix bullet time thing to like avoid number four pencils. He's like, you don't have to do all that. You just got to step out of the way. Hey, yeah, you're just going to want to step to the right. <laughs> whoa, whoa, the bullet just went by you. You didn't hear it? Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saved your life, buddy. 
So this claim that the October 4th test was hiding something nefarious, it kind of went out of Jason Shirka's hands and took on a life of its own. Uh, You know, conspiracists, they're very good at playing the yes and game. So many of them took Shirka's warning and then they added their own spins. They took this warning and they they built upon earlier conspiracy theories that claimed that public health measures to fight against COVID would somehow trigger the zombie apocalypse. In 2021, on the television show hosted by televangelist Jim Baker, the right-wing conspiracy theorist Steve Quayle spun his own zombie conspiracy theory. He, he suggested that nasal tests from COVID-19 were part of a nefarious plan to obtain DNA samples to be used in the creation of targeted biological weapons that will unleash a disease and turn everyone into these flesh-eating zombies. So when talking about the zombies, Steve Quayle expressed the classic adrenochrome myth. Zombies that are on the earth are a disease like any other disease that affects people and they become like zombies. Is that right? <laughs> Forgive me, but that's only part of the story. Zombies, as zombies also have the evil spiritual entity known as demon possession, okay? Because there is no rationale with a zombie. Uh, The best way to explain zombies' bloodlust is this, the appetite of demons expressed through humans. It should be astonishing to people that the richest people in the world, not all of them, but some of them, are into occult ceremonies where they have to drink, you know, blood that's, that's extracted from a tortured child. Now, that's sick, but that's the appetite of demons expressed through humans. So Hillary Clinton is a zombie? Yeah, yeah. $100 for three DVDs? Oh my God, what was that number? (laughs) This is the worst lore I've ever heard. Can you imagine making it all the way to the end of like a zombie movie and the twist is like, they're actually all possessed by demons. This guy, by the way, is also the source of the Giant of Kandahar legend on Coast to Coast AM. In 2008, he claimed that the American army fought a giant in Afghanistan. So we'll be hearing more about quail next week. More recently, conspiracists have claimed that the COVID vaccine contains nanoparticles, which can be activated by 5G towers when they emit a particular signal. Obviously, nonsense. But they also claim that when these nanoparticles are activated, you know, they can, like, release these serious diseases. So this was expressed by the conspiracist Todd Callender last year. So this is part of another viral video, which was circulating very recently, which is why there's dramatic music underneath what Todd Callender is saying. His name is Todd Calendar. <laughs> yep. Todd Calendar. I'm, I'm no, sorry. No. It's a Tommy Numbers really? ass name. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Tommy what Numbers the fuck? and Todd Calendar. <laughs> Careful. These guys are going to schedule your ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to send you a Calendly invite for 15 minutes. You get 15 minutes with these real big bullies. Jake's unanswered emails make up most of his mind. <laughs> inside of these shots that people already received inside the lipid nanoparticles the hydrogel there exists pathogens inside of the particles that have not yet opened those pathogens are chimeric they include e coli marburg ebola staphylococcus and brewer's yeast amongst others brewer's yeast brewer's yeast yeah that's right nice. once the 5g towers are activated you're gonna get instantly drunk apparently we're making beer out of our fellas <laughs> But you got to drink at room temperature. Uh, You're not doing it right. Oh, I would always sip from my fellas at room temperature.
So again, obviously not true. He's just like pulling the stuff out of his ass, but it gets worse than that, according to Todd Callender. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't keep hearing Todd Callender and not laughing. God fucking damn it. After Jeff, what was it? Jeff Tarp? Jeff Tarp. Jeff Tarp and Todd Callender. Hi, I'm Todd Callender and I'm working and I'm working every single day of the week. We know that upon the broadcast from the 5G system that is now employed across the United States and the world for that matter, um, when they broadcast an 18 gigahertz signal uh, for one minute, three different times as a pulse, it will cause those lipid nanoparticles to swell and release these pathogenic contents, thereby causing a Marburg epidemic that they've already spent the money on. They've already, it's already done, right? The Marburg epidemic for purposes of the law has happened and now we just need the actual uh, disaster to happen. Wait, is that the World at War Nazi Zombies music in the background too? I don't know, is it? I think so. <laughs> Could be. I wouldn't put it past Todd Callender to use a classic track like that. <laughs> Did you notice that this is on the JeffreyPrather.com website? Yep. Which is mm -hmm. the cult leader, the gun kata guy who we spoke to like somebody who was like kind of raised and inducted into in the cult on a man many episodes ago. I can't I can't believe how Nothing ever dies. That's the real zombies is like QAnon and Grifter guys. Just they keep coming and they, they never die. You cannot kill them. Yeah. Well, that's incredible. You can, Julian. You just got to, you know, go for the brain, right? You know, you just got to cut the head off, right? Of some of these people. Isn't that something that you would like to say and then be bleeped for later? Oh, are no? you are you are you doing a death threat? <laughs> no. I'm just saying in zombie lore. I'm sorry, but like the reason why I wasn't making them anymore is because we've run out of bleeps. So <laughs> now you're going to actually get sued by these people for saying you wanted to chop off their heads <laughs> with a giant machete. You wanted to watch the blood spurt. That would be the ultimate podcast coup if Julian, if Julian left in my death threats. You wanted to get some heavy ammunition and just aim it directly at their big noggin. <laughs> And then just to make sure, come in afterwards after, like, with a, a katana and just shink and watch just mm, perfectly cut right off. And the blood spurts and the neck bleeds and the head's gone and you've killed them. In your words, of course. So at this point, someone might have further questions like, wait, I thought that the conspiracists were saying that the danger would come from cell phones emitting a particular signal. But here, Todd Callender is saying that the danger will come from <laughs> cell towers. Now, obviously, the technology in cell towers is different than cell phones, which interact with those cell towers. It's like suggesting that a radio station is basically the same thing as an AM, FM radio that receives signals. So this theory is on its face totally inconsistent and incoherent. It's just throwing out things and seeing what people believe. Ah, yes. It turned out Billy Notebook was full of shit. <laughs> it's like, these phones, you have kept them in your pockets for decades. Uh, they are gird girding your loins, so to speak. That part isn't dangerous. What's dangerous is when a worldwide signal will be sent on October 4th. Are you girding? Yeah, girding your loins, you know? Girding, girding your loins, your... yeah, yeah. Whatever. Saying it's a saying. No, it's not. It's not the same it's, thing as guarding. It's a saying. Girding, you're, you know, protecting. 
Who gives a shit? Who, who cares? We're cutting all this anyways. We're cutting me out. We're firing me. I don't care. No, no, absolutely not. It, it referred to the need to strap a belt around one's waist, i.e. when getting up in order to avoid the cloak falling off. Yeah, so you know how uh, you know how all these guys we're talking about wear their cell phones. They're not in their pockets. They're on a belt loop, so you can see them in a big case. Right, easy to reach. Big case on the side of their hips. You know. No, but girding your loins is basically you're keeping the show from beginning. Let's put it that way. You don't want the curtains to open on your dick. <laughs> all right. Oh. There's a Google here. How do you gird up your loins in the Bible? <laughs> mm. <laughs> you don't. You're not in the Bible. But it gets worse, according to Todd Callender, because he seems to also believe that the activation of these nanoparticles will lead to a specific genetic disease. And, and there's actually worse parts to it than that, including the 1P36 gene deletion that effectively will turn those poor people into zombies. As odd as that sounds, our government's preparing for that. Man, they're still on the hemorrhagic fever. I can't believe that like it spread from Burning Man to uh, wherever this guy's probably Florida. He looks like he looks like a racist uncle from Florida with a bad Zoom connection. Yeah. It is also absolutely the Call of Duty Nazi zombie soundtrack, which I love like the idea of an old guy looking up like ominous zombie <sighs> music and then it comes up like Nazi zombie and he's like, Oh, well, I gotta pick that. So one. good. That means that this is like a DLC. We're not even in the main game. We're in a DLC right now with Todd Calendar. <laughs> Nothing better, honestly, there's nothing better than starting your Friday uh, listening to Todd Callender talk about internet. I love it. I love <laughs> listening to these guys say things like gigahertz, and I love the combination of internet and medical science. The two of these topics together, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, it's no surprise that a guy like Todd Callender is as popular as he is. Uh, you know, who else is talking about both of these topics at once? How did you know his show is called Talk About Internet with Todd Callender? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about internet. Uh-huh. Gigahertz, megabytes, up, uh, bit rate, uploads per second, cells multiplying, uh, brain bleed. I mean, yeah, I love it. Child pornography? No. No, my computer and modem just have Marburg. <laughs> There's another claim going around that, like, somehow the activation of these vaccines or something we call 1P36 deletion syndrome. So this is something that is caused by deletion of genetic material from a specific region of chromosome 1. So the main characteristics of 1P36 deletion syndrome include intellectual disability, growth delay, seizures, vision, hearing impairment, and heart defects. It's a genetic disorder, meaning that you have to be born with it. Now, obviously, people who suffer from this syndrome are not zombies. That's dehumanizing. And besides all that, vaccines aren't deleting information from your chromosomes. Now, you might also say, like, wait a minute, if the vaccine is going to, like, harm people and turn people into zombies, then why exactly did political leaders like Donald Trump or Joe Biden get the vaccine, promote the vaccine? In many cases, there's actually video of them getting the vaccine. Well... That can be explained away by QAnon-promoting General Thomas McInery. So he claimed that the vaccines that we saw political leaders get, like Joe Biden, weren't actually vaccines. It was just saline. Wait, so this is an, an, a general? Oh, yeah, yeah. We've we've talked about Thomas McInery before. He's, he's appeared at, like, QAnon conferences by teleconference oh, before. yes. Yes, mm. absolutely. Oh, God God bless our generals. I've heard that um, the vaccine that guys like Trump and Biden and everybody got wasn't even saline. It was just like a single air bubble. Oh, <laughs> I, I heard it was pig cum. Now, in the 5G 
rain at the 18 gigahertz. I'm getting technical and I want to keep it very simple. Yes, let's go. But this will activate those nanoparticles in your system that the vaccination put in, particularly the second one, the second shot, or third or fourth they're talking about. Now, you saw two days ago that O'Biden, the doofus, got a shot in an auditorium and everybody watched him. Do you think for anything that that was the vaccination? That was saline water. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you. I'm not a sucker anymore. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Uh, oh, Biden the doofus. Oh, Biden. Yeah. Oh, Biden the doofus. so good. I love that. That is such old school, like Obama style. Like, oh, bungler. Yeah, oh, bungler era <laughs> stuff. That's so good. And you can kind of see that he's developing the equivalent of like the soft spot in the baby's skull. But like in the, in the front, he's like getting it again. <laughs> He's like they before they injected uh, before they injected Biden they uh, turned off the router so the (laughs) (laughs) so there is no internet going directly into President Doofus's arm they've slowed the speeds down to kilobytes per second now most people when you talk about internet we're talking megabytes per second Biden. He's working in the one to three kilobyte range. Spool me once, game on she. <laughs> fool me, <laughs> fool me, shrice. That's saying, by the way, for everybody, just in case, it's fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Can't get fooled again. Can't get fooled again. Hmm. Disinformation. The idea of cell phones giving everyone the zombie disease is clearly ludicrous on its face. Now, it sounds like something from a techno horror movie. And that's partly because it's the exact same premise of the 2016 film Cell starring John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson. So the film, which is based on the Stephen King novel of the same name, depicts this zombie apocalypse instigated by cell phones. According to one person on TikTok, the events in the novel are basically is what's going to happen. But I'm definitely the guy that's going to try to reach out and let anybody else know so that maybe they have a chance to avoid it. So just for the sake of it, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to think that what I'm saying is legit. Um, But what I've been reading and looking into, and there's a book by Stephen King, read it. Um, I'm sure you can have enough time by now before now on October 4th to read that book, check that book out and read it because that's basically what they're trying to say is going to happen. You know, it's a really cool book anyways. So read it. I really liked it. There's a Stephen King novel about like every situation that has happened. You can really just like, there's a dearth to pick from there if you want to do any sort of conspiracy. In October, cars are going to come alive. <laughs> they're all going to be called Christine and they're going to eat us. Yeah, no, that this is so, it's actually very alarming to see this young man speak because he's so clearly in emotional and mental distress and like he's in his car and like this is the end result of all of these grifters is like people stranded in their car because their family is like we need like an hour off from you um you've been you know we've been trying to help you but you all you do is mumble about like uh how we're going to turn into zombies and we better be listening to you it's it is incredibly sad that's the thing about like tiktok influencer conspiracy stuff is it really blurs the line between like mentally distressed 
last person and grifter, you never know yeah. what you're going to get mm-hmm. every flip of the For You page. What should one do to protect themselves from these signals? Is there's nothing that we can do to, you know, uh, stop these diseases and zombification from overtaking us. Mm. So one woman who is a supporter of the Canadian Freedom Convoys posted a video that suggested a tried and true technique wrapping things in aluminum foil. Because on the 4th of October, they're going to send a signal from there that can destroy everyone. Uh, So what you should do is take aluminum foil and wrap them up and put them in your vehicle 200 meters away from your home. And also take a place in your house, a room in your house, and put aluminum foil two, three times layers in that place and stay there from the 4th to the 5th of October. That is actually how Canadians are supposed to pronounce aluminum. Just confusing Alunian? mix between British and American <laughs> pronunciation. Yeah. Alunitunium? <laughs> here's, here's, I don't understand. You're Canadian. You're not even get, get the oh, yeah. alert. This is I, an American yeah. thing. It's like, that it's is like, not my problem. That's a wifey. <laughs> Not an MP. It was like, also, yeah, in order to protect yourself against this signal, which is going to happen in another country, you should spend, like, a lot of time rooming your house in three layers of foil and then sit in it for multiple days. And by the way, this is going to functionally, you know, work as, like, a Faraday cage. It's like, you know, aluminum is like, like a conductive material, so it's going to, like, if, it, if it's thick enough, it's going to block all these signals. So sit in a room with no, you know, internet access, <laughs> unless, unless you have a router in, inside of your room room and then um and then just what just wait for 48 hours while whatever happens happens uh yeah travis obviously she sounds a little bit deranged but she's speaking to turkeys and she's trying Mm. to get them to wrap themselves for thanksgiving so Mm. she doesn't have to do all that work in the kitchen which is coming up very soon in canada it is thanksgiving (laughs) in canada is just around the corner folks we call it halloween they call it thanksgiving And we're trying to get the turkeys to wrap themselves this year. The real, the real zombie apocalypse is going to be, you know, tons of Canadians uh, watching their least favorite uh, family member traipse upstairs with the box of tin foil and the router. <laughs> Just like long Ethernet cord, like trailing behind them, like Mom, I want to play Fortnite. Not tonight, sweetie. I'm turning myself into a turkey. <laughs> So this woman, she had further advice, namely that people should get a, what she called a heavy metal detox. And also you should have, uh, get a heavy metal detox because all the chemtrails that they've been spreading have aluminum and it is proven. If you don't believe me, just swipe your vehicle, put that dust on a paper, take an element and put it underneath and you'll see all the aluminum that sticks to it. So you have to have a detox, a heavy metal detox. You can get them, just look it up. You can get the the, the pills um, in pharmacies and natural product places and on Amazon. Wait, so she is actually recommending you run your finger on your vehicle, take that dust, put it on aluminum, and essentially freebase it. You, yeah, I she's think she like, said put, put it, it on, on an heater. element paper. Yeah. Roll it up, smoke that no, shit. No, no, no. She <laughs> means like the, the cooking element. The cooking element. She means she 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 wants you to to cook or to freebase <laughs> the dust off your car. <laughs> Not good. 
Mm-hmm. Also, I love that. Love that. Like these are folks who are, uh, you know, terrified and completely threatened by you know these the, uh, large entities that they can't control, like uh, the government, uh, the military, the deep state, or whatever. But then they'll tell you to, that you can purchase, you know, whatever product uh, that will save you on Amazon. <laughs> I like this stuff because it's like very classic chemtrails, wrapping things in foil. Now, the suggestion that some people should protect themselves with foil, it sounds kind of cartoonish, kind of stereotypical, but some people are taking it very seriously. Uh, One TikTok video shows a woman and a small child both wearing tin foil hats, just like like you would imagine. And it has the text, October 4th, no TV, no computers, no tablets, no phones, no school, no work. No fun. No, right. So... (laughs) the video, which received nearly a thousand comments and 24,000 likes, the two emphasize how seriously they're taking worries that something bad is going to happen on October 4th. We not playing no games. We getting ready for October. Fourth. Fourth. Oh, no. Yeah. No school. Can you imagine skipping school because, you know, zombie apocalypse. Can't, can't, can't be in school for zombie apocalypse. Mommy wants to make me into a little turkey. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great day for a kid, though. It's like we're staying home from school. We're making fun hats out of stuff in the kitchen. We're playing. No no TV, no computers. You know, hey, maybe it's not. Maybe for the child of today, that's no fun. Maybe that sounds like a punishment. But, uh, you know, hey disconnecting you know this is one of the few areas i think where conspiracy theories uh, actually somehow accidentally is sort of force you into doing something rather healthy you know no tv no internet no school just a day home with your family goofing around making fun crafts projects What's the harm? You're right. There are certainly worse things you can do. I actually, I fully encourage all conspiracists to turn their phone off for one day. <laughs> Don't subject yourself yes, to media yes. from the internet for 24 hours. I dare you. Mm, yeah, I'm hearing it's a month-long thing, actually. All of October, mm. they should turn their phone off. Mm. Then in November... Same thing. I'm hearing that if you don't want that if you don't want to turn into a lesbian, you should never turn your phone on again. What? <laughs> Wait, I'm also hearing this. <laughs> is okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it was I was trying to make a joke on like the frogs, you know. The, I don't know. Maybe bad. All joke. right. No, no, no. So there was another woman uh, on TikTok who goes by the name Woke and Ready, and she does a lot of prepper content. And uh, she showed off the uh, container she had designed specifically for October 4th. And it's it's a pretty primitive, like, you know, Faraday cage. It just consists of a cardboard box wrapped in three layers of tinfoil. And if you wrap your stuff in three layers of tinfoil, right, it'll help protect things like your computers, Um, laptops, things like that. Um, So what I've been doing is putting my uh, stuff in here at night. And then one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to line a drawer that I have, a desk drawer, with tinfoil as well. So um, what you do is you just, this is three layers, and then you're going to put your items in it. And apparently, I don't know if the Wi-Fi can get in and out, so I probably would not be experimenting with this on the 4th to see if on the 4th, if it's going to get some Wi-Fi and you're going to hear the emergency signal, I'm going to try not to hear it. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to have to wear plugs in my ears. I'm going to try not to even work and I'm going to turn off all my devices. Wait, so the foil might not even work? What, what's the, what are we doing here? Now, there are others like the TikToker Dark Predictions who simply dubbed October 4th National Shut Your Phone Off Day. I can get behind that. 
Yeah. You can get behind that because Dark Predictions is a handsome fella with a nice mustache. <laughs> Me, personally, I'll be shutting off all my devices, routers, and things like that October 4th. It's my personal decision. And it's my, it's, I'm going to declare this uh, national shut-my-phone-off day. For me and anyone that's interested, it's also National Animal Day, which is interesting. Mm. Wonder what else is happening October 4th, around 2.20 p.m. Hmm. Look, I'm not trying to scare anyone, but I also want people to realize that you do have a choice. You don't have to go through things just because people say that you have to and this is what's happening. You do have a thing called consent. And if you don't consent to having all your TVs, radios, and phones going off at the same time, and you don't want to be part of that potential experiment... You don't have to be. You can shut your phone off and join me on National Shut Your Phone Off Day, October 4th. A lot of people are talking to Dark Predictions about uh, consent. <laughs> it's also <laughs> National Uncle Day. Makes you think. Are they turning oh. us into animals? I don't know. <laughs> are they turning us into uncles? <laughs> <laughs> they did. They already did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> they did it to me, too. They did it to me on Thanksgiving twice. <laughs> This, you know, this is, I think, a byproduct of the entire world essentially using a thing that they have no idea how it works. I mean, myself included. To me, internet is magic. It is a magical thing that travels through the air that somehow allows me to connect to a thing that I don't know how it's made. I don't know what it does. Maybe if there was like an internet core, you know, you know how everybody has to take like home economics or something like that. Or, you know, in gym, you have to take like sex ed or whatever in junior high. Maybe there should be like a basic kind of internet course where you teach kids like just exactly how wi-fi works just exactly how internet routers megabytes per second what does it all mean maybe there'd be less confusion as adults what do you think starting with teaching you that it reaches your house through a cable but then but from the cable to the router to the phone what does it do how does what's it what's a router huh? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 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 Maybe I need the course more than anybody. <laughs> Browder, it's a, it's a router and a browser. <laughs> of course. You'd think that, like, you know, turning off your phone, like, you know, putting your phone in tinfoil would be enough. But, like, according to a more recent appearance by Todd Callender, your phone will go off even if it's turned off and placed in a Faraday cage. <laughs> Sorry, Seth, but let me tell you this. Yeah, yeah. We've got whistleblowers, including a FEMA one, who said, look, uh, they've already done this test in other countries. I was there. You can't opt out. You turn your device off. It doesn't matter. It's still going to go off. Incredible. Some people had them in Faraday cages, um, and they still went off. What does that mean? Well, a Faraday cage blocks out microwave signals, but it doesn't block out all the signals. So what that means is that this is a very broad spectrum of signals that is being sent, and it makes sense. We have bisexual signals. We have question <laughs> signals all across the LGBTQIA plus spectrum. I mean, this is insane. It's nonsense. So that like you think that your phone will somehow activate and still receive uh, radio signals, even if it's placed in a, you know, a Faraday cage, which, you know, which blocks all you know, uh, the radio waves and it's turned off. I mean, this is a nightmare because it, it said, if you believe it, because it essentially means that the technology you rely on is inescapable. It's always going to affect you and you don't have control over it at all. Also, this has happened in another country before already. Like we've already, there's like Lithuania is full of zombies. Oh, uh, well. Have you been to Canada? <laughs> That's true, actually. Fuck. 
There was some. I the TikTok was a wealth of videos on October fourth. It was uh, it was pretty crazy. There are some who view the the events of October fourth as a marketing opportunity. One conspirituality entrepreneur used the emergency alert to plug their health, wealth, and intuition class. If it does happen, I would not listen to it. Like, don't listen to the tones. Don't listen to the information. So you can see it, but don't like put your phone away and walk outside because I wouldn't listen to the tones that are actually in it if they if they do release it. There's some stuff there that energetically does not look very good or sound for you. People don't realize everything is a frequency and the parasites manipulate a lot through frequencies and people are learning it. I've been teaching it for decades and understand as someone who's been awake for over 23 years. If you're joining me this Sunday, the link's in the bio um, for the Divine Essence class. It's 10 to 4, it's live, it's on Zoom. And we're gonna be talking a lot about what's happening between now and spring and doing a lot of shifting and energies and answering your questions. It's all health, wealth, and intuition. Now, this, all of this is yeah, ludicrous, but it's kind of confounded by the fact that it's actually true. The CDC put out a guide to zombie preparedness. I'm about to show y'all exactly how a zombie apocalypse is very possible and why the CDC put out a whole guide on how to survive a zombie apocalypse, right? They weren't fucking with us, guys. I'm not kidding. I'm a nurse, so if a nurse is telling you that this is possible, bitch, buckle up. It is true that in 2011, the CDC published a blog post titled Preparedness 101 Zombie Apocalypse. And it consisted basically of the same kind of like emergency preparedness advice you might hear from any other government source. But it capitalized on like hit zombie media like the movie Zombieland or the, the series Walking Dead. So this is from that blog post. The rise of zombies in pop culture has given credence to the idea that a zombie apocalypse could happen. In such a scenario, zombies would take over entire countries, roaming city streets, eating anything living that got in their way. The proliferation of this idea has led many people to wonder, how do I prepare for a zombie apocalypse? Well, we're here to answer that question for you and hopefully share a few tips about preparing for real emergencies too. Well, you don't need to listen to the CDC for this. I can just I can just tell you. You download Daisy. Mm. Okay. I think it's on Game Pass. So if you're yeah. subscribed to Game Pass, you can download it for free. Okay. You're going to want to start off, you're going to want to look for landmarks, uh, a road sign, you know, North Star, anything, a, a coast, uh, anything that could sort of give you an idea of where you are. Next thing you're going to want to learn how to do is read Cyrillic. All of the signs in Daisy are, are written in Cyrillic, so you're going to have to learn how to read that language if you want to be able to tell your friends which town or, or province you are in. Number three, you're going to want to be looking at the base of trees, not bigger ones, but smaller ones. A lot of times dried fruit and fresh fruit will be at the base of these trees. This is going to get your uh, your food and water meters uh, in a decent place before you sort of set out on your adventure. But watch out for the rotten pears because those will give you food poisoning and it is very hard to find the medication uh, to cure it within the game slash the real real world. Travis, so, get the elephant gun. <laughs> Couple <laughs> tips to get you all started. So the CDC zombie apocalypse plan blog post, instant hit. It racked up so many views that the CDC server froze up. It was overwhelmed by the traffic. The page crashed. 
and it was pretty clear. It's like, it's like, okay, this is, this is fun. Obviously zombie apocalypse is not a real threat and there's nothing wrong with like mixing, you know, public education and the fun. The problem is that immediately there are people who started to take it too literally. So according to the recently published book, if it sounds like a quack, a journey into the fringes of American medicine by Matthew Hongoltz Hetling, the campaign led to inquiries to the CDC from concerned citizens who wanted to know what sort of firearm was recommended to repel undead <laughs> invaders okay <laughs> that's good so it's like so okay okay man so so what should i run it's like nine millimeters that could be enough man should i should i get something a little bit heavier to like repel these guys <laughs> everybody was just like oh an excuse to go out and buy the firearm i've always wanted to get <laughs> The other issue is that despite being very fun, researchers weren't able to find any evidence that the zombie apocalypse campaign actually worked. In 2015, researchers published a study entitled Zombie Apocalypse, Can the Undead Teach the Living How to Survive an Emergency? The researchers conducted an online experiment with 340 undergraduate students divided randomly into two groups. One group was exposed to the CDC's zombie blog post, the other the same preparedness information presented in CDC's traditional, straightforward way. Participants then complete a survey designed to gauge their feelings, perceptions, retention of preparedness preparation, and the intent to develop an emergency kit and plan. And here's what the researchers found from that data. Although the campaign garnered substantial attention, this study suggests that it was not fully capable of achieving CDC's goals of education and action. The results indicate that the zombie experimental treatment either had no influence on information retention or resulted in less retention than the factual experimental treatment. Also, there was no significant between-group difference in reported likelihood of creating an emergency kit or plan. So that's, that's probably why we haven't seen a similar campaign from the CDC since then. It didn't actually. It was fun. It just didn't meet their goals. Okay, we're going to need uh, Family Guy and Rick and Morty to explain this to the people. <laughs> AI generated Justin Roiland voice because we do not want to work with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, Rick. Oh, oh, gee, Rick, your Wi-Fi. <laughs> I can't do those. I can't do those voices. Sorry. It's probably for the best. Probably for the best. Yeah. So uh, also, I love I love that, like, when the government says, like, oh, okay, we're going to test this emergency system like we've done a couple times before in the past on this date, then that's, they're lying. This is deceit. Don't trust them. It's bullshit. It's covering up something much more nefarious. But when the government in 2011 makes a half-joke blog post about zombies, that is deadly serious. <laughs> it's real. Take it literally. You should trust it 100% because they're not lying. Yeah, because for the first time ever, they're not boring. <laughs> Yeah. This is their first cool post. We're finally talking about movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. You, you'll know they're not lying because it won't be boring. It'll be cool. Like zo zombies are so cool. Freak freaking zombies. Freaking zombies, Travis. It's cool. Sorry. So that's what conspiracists are anxious about right now. Of course, October 4th is going to pass with little, uh, with little fanfare. But I think there's like a bigger question, which is like, what exactly is spurring this anxiety over technology and zombies, like on a psychosocial level? So I'm going to go ahead and speculate. I think it is kind of related to our continued march to becoming these cybernetic beings. That is that we're beings where the division between flesh and blood and the super advanced technology 
technology is getting blurrier and blurrier. And the degree to which that involves a loss of control of the self. Like, what's a zombie, right? It's an animated human being, but has no will of its own. It has no control over its thoughts or its body. And increasingly, to exist in the 21st century, we're forced to cede part of ourselves to forces we don't understand or have control over. Like, for example, in order to protect ourselves against disease, we have to rely on this hyper-advanced biotechnology that you need, like, you know, advanced, you know, uh, degrees to really understand. In order to exist socially, we have to rely on technology and platforms that are controlled, not by ourselves, but by these oligarch billionaires. Our lack of control or understanding of the tech that we need in order to just be feels like a lack of control over the self. So it's not surprising that people are worried about sliding into like a world in which we literally become zombies. And that's why on October 4th, I'm going to show up to Jake's house and wrap him in tinfoil. All right. It's interesting, like the evolution of neuroses around zombies and, and connecting it to conspiracy stuff, because I think like originally, and a lot of people have made this point, like there's a lot of cultural baggage in zombie movies, the idea of, of zombies surrounding kind of anti-black racism, you know, oh, this pr the perfect white suburb, it's being invaded by this mob of kind of mindless people that are attacking. It's kind of the reflection of the white racist view of black people. But I think like maybe this is starting in like the seventies or the eighties, a, a lot of zombie stuff turned into like oh it's the government kind of screwing up or manipulating people into creating this zombie apocalypse and we can think of like that as more of a reflection of kind of anti-semitic beliefs that there's like these nefarious secret forces at the top who are both like kind of evil and attempting to do really bad things that are able to kind of unleash uh these forces on people and like we see this manifested in conspiracy stuff through the idea of like george soros creating black lives matter protests right like yeah. you have the kind of zombie archetype idea but like they're being pulled like a puppet you know on strings by these kind of evil uh nefarious invisible uh, forces within within government within kind of powerful positions so it seems like in this one there's a lot more of an attention on like kind of the articulation of anti-semitism some some iteration of that which makes sense because that's kind of much more common in conspiracy stuff. So yeah, there's interesting evolution there that manifests here. And and obviously, I, I guess we saw that with the mention of Israel, that Israel is involved yeah. in these for some reason. Although I don't think that uh, that guy particularly thought out how he was doing anti-Semitism. It's just like, oh, you know, it's there, the Jews. And everyone's like, yeah, the Jews, obviously. I have a feeling that that comes from this This guy watched World War Z because there's a, like, there's a strong, there's a whole section about about Israel in, in World War Z and how they were the first to know that the zombie apocalypse was about to happen and all this stuff. That's the only, that's the only connection in popular culture, at least that I, that I can remember off the top of my head. And, and like the kind of petit bourgeois kind of white American position, like they channel kind of their fear of upper class people above them through anti-Semitism and then their fear of the lower class through this kind of anti-black racism. So like this sort of combination, which also manifests obviously when COVID stuff in general, is really targeted towards that sort of group. Thank you for listening to the QAA podcast. You can go sign up for our full premium feed, which includes a second episode every week and access to all of our mini series. That's patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous. For everything else, we've got a website. That's QAnonAnonymous.com. There's another website you should visit, liveagar.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Also find Liv Agar, the podcast, 
and Liv Agar, the Twitch channel. Are you still doing that? Are you still streaming? You still... Uh, I'm gonna, I was doing it for a while, but I think I'm gonna bring it back. I'm doing it, gonna do a Baldur's Gate 3 run. Yeah. I'm loving that game. It is such a good game, I have to say. Yeah. Listener, until next week, may the zombies eat your brains like they're little turkeys after they wrap them in little tin foil. Love you. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact. And now, today's auto cue. So knowing all of that, uh, yeah. Are you going to believe the government when they say, oh, zombies aren't real. Uh, go home. Lock your door. Turn in your guns. Are you going to believe all that? Or are you going to, you know, kind of download that zombie apocalypse guide now or something? I don't know. Ugh. Follow for more, as long as you can anyways. Shit.